Hugh Hefner, a true American icon, created an empire that was unrivaled. Although some of us bunnies may have gone rogue, it's because of the love and respect that we received from the man behind it all. Because after all, we did learn from the best. Relive the stories from the most prominent celebrity home in history. What happens in the grotto stays in the grotto. From those of us that lived it. The employees that worked it. And the guests who loved it. And... The May Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. Hey, Victoria. Hey. Jen. Merry Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just want to say thank you guys, man. What an amazing year. We had some fun. Yeah, it was action-packed. It was one thing after another. I can't believe that the year is winded down and we're going into 2024. Was Santa good to you? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are hoping that Santa was good to all of you that has been listening to us because we want to say thank you for, you know, giving us this opportunity to really uh, express what we were a part of. And that's what 2023 was all about, is us just being able to tell our stories, bring up people on that uh, we are family with and that all experience the mansion. And so here's our best of. This is our Christmas gift to you guys. And uh, I can say... um, Marston talking about I Santa. Loved Marston, that was yeah. a great Santa yeah. coming up to the mansion. Wow, that was cool. So I hope you guys enjoy. We're talking with Marston after. Oh, okay, we're bringing up a lot of stories. This is yeah. cool. You want to talk about mayhem? Mayhem was happening at the Playboy Mansion. They created the and and Marston, you you and your brother, you know, you lived with your mom right next door. I mean, there was literally a gate between the wall between the two properties and you guys would have come over. We always knew when he came over. Could remember had the bell that was hanging on the gate. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> We'd hear the bell and we're like, oh, the boys are coming over, Aww, you know, adorable. but I, I'll never forget this. Do you remember when we'd have the parties? I don't know. Again, you know, ages go in my head. I can't remember, but we'd have, I remember some party and you and your brother and a bunch of your friends, I think you were either punking or, or doing something with the guests. Do you recall this? Yeah, there were parties and we weren't allowed over there because we were too young. Yep. And they would lock the door between my mom and my dad's house because they didn't want us over there. I don't know how. I think we climbed. We we figured out how. Yeah. Of course you did. We'd climb on top of the doorknob and then like hike our ourselves over the wall. Um, and we'd be dressed up in all black, like as if we were uh, like you know, spec ops. And, uh, and we'd have our airsoft guns. We'd go around the perimeter because the party was, you know, at the center of, in the front yard and in the backyard. And so we'd go all the way around. You guys know from the tennis courts to the game house, you know, all the way around. <laughs> through the so woods. People, through the woods. <laughs> With the yeah, sound exactly. meter back there. We'd, we'd, we'd get a perch where the golf course is. Yes. Behind the and, koi pond. Um, yep. Yeah, right behind the koi pond. And, and we'd be there and then we'd just... <laughs> and, and and there were people who they, they were like stop <laughs> like it was did, a did a mosquito like, get oh, me what was that yeah. <laughs> it was a dragonfly i'm sure so, so they, yeah. they'd so, be so, smacking their faces like like what was their, that their, 
I think what was I just that? They'd got be touching their their they hats. Have the weird poke bruises the next day and not know where <laughs> was it was it from? Nerf Nerf gun or what well, was air it? Soft. Air, airsoft? Yeah, yeah, like, airsoft. They're like little pl- pellets. They're plastic uh, BBs. Oh, okay. So they, you wouldn't see them. Like, it's not like you, it's not like a Nerf gun where you'd have this big long thing like right. laying next to them. It's probably something they no. wouldn't even and they see. wouldn't see. Oh my god. Yes. That's amazing. The best, he said. (laughs) So looking at this from the viewpoint of like Playboy security, right? They have have legit threats out there. Stalkers. And And then I got to deal with the kids uh, lurking in the bushes. with of like (laughs) things like hitting me out of nowhere. I have to to ask, was it as magical for you to be on those grounds as it was for so many other people? I mean, at the time we were like, this is this is pretty badass that we have access to these six magical acres to kind of enjoy it just being kids and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. My childhood felt like like I was in a magical place rather than like a real home. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, it was so much for other people. I just you know, growing up there, maybe you were just like, this is all we know. So this is like how cool it is. But yeah, you guys were. It was that, but it, it, it felt like, I mean, going through the forest, it's like as a kid, when you go through that forest, yeah. it's not like a, it's not like a home. It's like you're in a magical Yeah, definitely. World, yeah. You know? you, imagination yeah. probably can run wild. And I'm sure you were very popular, yeah. your friends wanting to hang out with you at your house, more fun at your house than their house, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, Check out my private Redwood Grove, guys. <laughs> well, you know what I always thought was so cool is that you and your brother were so inventive. You guys literally took those grounds and made them into these ultimate playlands. You would make these yeah. games up, you know, anywhere from 10 to 20 kids, and you'd have everyone over, and you'd have these games and these rules, and you'd be playing all over the grounds, or or you'd bring out video recorders and start making movies. That's pretty awesome. That's amazing. You guys were always so sweet, too. You guys could have been really total shitheads, and you guys were always so sweet to everybody and so kind and very... You were guys were really nice kids. Always, we always said that. God, they're so nice. They're That's, so sweet. You say hi to everybody. Yeah. And like I remember that too, just from being up there. You know, we would all be in the dining room, just hanging out, and you and Cooper would just come down and hang out with us, and we would just be eating and talking and what's new and what's going on. And it was always just, it always just felt very like we were part of your family, and that was just so cool for all of us. Yeah, I know we always like. Appreciate, you know, how awesome you guys were always with us because that that was a special yeah. bonding, you know. The and feelings it, mutual because when I would go over to to the butler's pantry and you know people were nice to me, it was if it, it always felt really good. Yeah, because that must have been weird. Like, how was that for you to just constantly have new people coming through where you're living? It's you know you're living there, but then there's always someone new sitting in the dining room, and it's if you walk in. They were usually really nice, like the playmates, and the yeah. playmates were were pretty cool. Um, and then they, they were interesting because they always had something that they wanted to do with their life. They wanted to be a veterinarian, or they wanted to, you know, <laughs> so get to know them was cool. Yeah, and then Victoria, like I don't know, it, it was just it felt like a family, you know. Like whenever I saw you and John up there, it, it was always. I think you guys are appreciative that I was so genuine because it's like, it was enjoyable to see you guys and to be a part of that. And yeah, it meant a lot like Christmases. Yeah. Oh, I every loved, Christmas. Yeah. I loved Christmases with you guys. The best. Yeah. Dude, do you it remember was. Santa? Christmas was so special. Santa yeah. would go up and, and Mickey, the, this guy who would work at the mansion, he like did the whole thing. Like 
There were candy canes dry up the driveway. Oh, that all yeah, of, all until New Year's, yeah. you guys left them up. Yeah, then the tree was huge. It would go up to like the twenty feet, and there would be a train track running around it. And yep. Man, I love Christmas so much at the mansion. It was. I used to always love when Santa would show up, you know, because we had to let him in through the uh, through the library because we had that back yeah. door, you know, that was at the at the front, so we could sneak him in. And then we had the chair; it was your your pops, you know, big chair that we'd set up in the great hall, and it was so cool seeing all you kids. And then Aww. we'd start ringing the bells, and next thing you know, Santa come out, oh and you'd all be getting. And it was that was Christmas Eve, and it'd be Christmas Eve, and then you get all your gifts, and then everyone would get their gifts there. And I just thought that was so cool. As a kid, it was really cool. It wasn't taken for granted, you know. It was like it, we got to see Santa. It was awesome. And what about freaking 4th of July? The fireworks show. My favorite holiday yeah. at the Playboy Mansion is definitely now, now 4th of July. Now, I want to know if the boys were the reason that the baby oil had to be taken away from the slip and slides. Because I feel like that's <laughs> the I feel like the baby oil would be like something they would have done. <laughs> it was yeah because got- <laughs> for like weeks before fourth of july in the tanning beds the baby oil was gone like there was no baby oil for yeah the tanning beds. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah because the the slip and slide was up and there was but it wasn't lubricated or something and so we would take baby oil <laughs> Maybe. With you guys deep down. Oh my god. Mar- Marston, can you explain what you mean when you say slip and slide though? I mean, yeah, yeah. Slip and slide that's a good the- point. So there's this hill, like this giant hill um at my dad's house. If you guys can describe it better. Yeah, the sloping it. hill. It's it the had about it tier, two or three tiers that went down. Yeah. yeah. And they down put a slip and slide down this giant steep hill, which was crazy. It was for 4th of July, but obviously us kids at 11 p.m., you know, wanted to do the slip and slide and, and get crazy. So I think we would put baby oil on on us and then we'd just <laughs> zip down it. <laughs> and so that's why there was but no the baby pro- oil. The problem was then the girls would go down it in their bikinis and then they, they would like literally like. Oh, yeah. They'd go flying. Launch. Because they would be testing the slip and slide the night before and having a blast. And now the whole thing's all oiled up. But the, yeah. the sloping hill went down to the driveway up. So well, that's so why we had the front backwash, gate. Well, that's why we had to make a pool. Uh, yeah. Eventually it had right. that, that big inflatable pool at the end. Yeah, wind up on Charing Cross Drive. You know? yeah, was, was, <laughs> on the back nine of the uh, Wilshire Country Club. Out by the talking rock going, hi, I was on the slip inside. Can I come back in now? <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back. You are listening to Rogue Bunny's Mayhem. Hey, this is Jennifer Pershing. Welcome back to Rogue Bunny's Mayhem. My favorite Christmas memory is making gingerbread houses with all of my playmate friends at the Playboy Mansion. You almost said Rogue Mansion. I did. This is the greatest show ever. And 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 we're back. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back at the Rogue Bunnies Mayhem continues here at Mansion the Ziggy Stories. Oh my god, that would oh, include the I have a story wall. about yeah. Pink Floyd tickets. So, so if you've been tuned in, we're, we're, we're with for the Allison first time. and Joel. <laughs> and Allison <laughs> and, and Joel, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm Allison sitting there in a, in what, a meeting years? with Ma- Marilyn's year, meeting. Oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> Let Allison speak. I'm shutting Shut up. Go. The <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> Everybody. It was, let's just put it this way it was in the 70s. It was the 76 Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd. Tour. Anyway. 
I go into the meeting with Marilyn Grabowski, and all of us are in there Hi, taking Marilyn our Grabowski little notes. She was the she was West Coast photo editor. Perfect. And on Mondays we'd go in, and she'd talk about what was going on for the week. We'd take our little notes, and then once it was over, we'd go back to our offices and go back to work. Well, I'm sitting there right next to her desk, and in her inbox, I'm looking at tickets, and I'm like, oh, what are those, you know? And so I look at them, I'm like, oh, my God, it's Pink Floyd. It's Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, my God. And I'm thinking oh my this. I don't say it, but I'm thinking it. So then she tells everybody, okay, that's it. So everyone walks out of the office, and I sort of usually take my time to get up. And once everyone's out of earshot, I go, are you going to this? And she goes, she looks at it, and she goes, shakes her head. She goes, uh, probably not. I said, can I have them? Oh, sure, sure, take them. Yeah. Were they good tickets? Yeah. Were they good tickets? Good seats? Oh, my God, they were great tickets. In fact, I took my boyfriend's uh, little sister, and we're driving (laughs) down the 405 freeway because it it was down at the Forum, and we're smoking pot in the car and everything. We're smoking pot at the concert, and I don't find out until the next day that all these people got taken in because they were smoking pot, and I'm like, oh, that's all I would have needed. Her parents would have killed me. But, oh, my God, Dark Side of the Moon. It was awesome. And this was 70s. It's like they were pristine. We're going to have to see what you think of tonight and see how the sound sounds to you. They're really good. This will be the third time. You've been on rock and roll for forever. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of rock and roll boyfriends. I mean, you ended up with the ultimate rock and roller here, you know? No, <laughs> but I I may be sublime, but uh, I don't hold the candle to Eric Clapton. I have one that wanted oh? me to have a oh. baby with him. What? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Repeat that. Say that again. What? I met him at a dinner party, and we spent some time together. When we're saying then him, who? Then two years Eric later, Clapton? he comes back in town, and he finds... because I had phone moved. rings, and it's, hello, is this Allison? And she says, yes. I had says, moved... <laughs> And so he asked this friend of mine, who's a drum tech, and if he knew who Allison Reynolds was. And I knew J-Mo for years. He, he was an old boyfriend for like two seconds. And then I said, no, you're not boyfriend material. Anyway, so he gives Eric my number. So it's a Wednesday night. I've moved from one place Eric to the other. Eric Clapton. Yes, Eric Clapton. <laughs> and going. I get this phone call. Oh, it's like 8 o'clock at night. And it's Eric. And he goes, I'm in town. I would love to come by and see you, you know. And I said, well, why don't you come for dinner tomorrow night? And he goes, okay. So he comes for dinner. I forget exactly what I made him. I know I, I made him asparagus soup. soup. I know. That's the I worst. remember that. I don't know what the rest of the dinner was. Joel but even remembers. I made a very nice dinner for him. Now, he actually, I didn't know this at the time, but he had stopped drinking. Oh. I said, what would you like to drink? And he goes, well, actually... Yeah, drink. That would be great. And I said, well, I'm not a real alcohol person, so we may have to go to the store. So there's a 7-Eleven store, like maybe three blocks from my house in Sherman Oaks on Van Nuys Boulevard. And we go in there. They have no idea who this guy is. No idea. They're all playing pinball in the back and stuff, you know. And, And so I'm like, okay. So we go in there, and he gets his stuff that he wants, but all he has is the $100 bill. And on the thing it says, no, $100 no change for more than a 20 right? And I'm, I'm up there going, 
do you realize who this is? And couldn't you just do it this once? And da, 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 yeah. So Eric is going up and down the aisles getting famous Amos chocolate cookies. And <laughs> trying to spend $100. It was hysterical. And finally the guy said, okay, okay, you know, you don't have to spend it all. So then we left and, and came back to my house and had a nice night. That's and, and so then, funny. And then he just decided that he was asking you if you would have his baby. In a roundabout way, yes. Because <laughs> when we had been together the, the look first on Scott's time, face right now is great. Who had his baby then? <laughs> he really, really liked me the first time because I'm not your usual person. I don't like go, oh, I want to take pictures of you and stuff. I never did that. So he knew that I was okay. So when he wanted to get a hold of me the second time, he had wanted children. Wow. And uh, so we're sitting there. It's quick. And he kind of, in a roundabout way, you know, says something. And I said, well, that's not going to happen. I had to have a hysterectomy so many years ago. And, and he asked, how old are you? <laughs> no, no, no. He didn't say that. He didn't say that. I said something. Because what he didn't realize is that we were born the same year. <laughs> he was three months older than me. That's it. He wasn't robbing the cradle. He just thought he was. Yes. But I've always looked young. You oh, know? yeah. Oh, you and, look great. Yeah. Now, you uh, also dated someone. Uh, you went on the road with Tom Petty, didn't you? Yeah, but I didn't date him. I was friends with he and his wife. But, okay. yeah, I was 15 years of being around them. She was very yeah. close to the Petties when I first yeah. came into the relationship. It was a good eight months before I was invited over to the Petties. Because, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't make sure that... <laughs> Things are gonna keep. You wanted it. to make sure you weren't Jane. gonna slap anyone when you were talking. Tom Petty was Tom Petty was the coolest person on the planet. We had he, many, he many wonderful, lovely nights with him. We used to come over before we would spend Easter and Christmas and Thanksgiving at the mansion. Allison would make in the eighties. Once I started, uh, it, the, the late seventies, early eighties, I met both he and his wife, and I became very close friends with them. And then I started dating. The keyboard player. Ben Mon. Ben Mon. And um, I was very close with Howie, the guy that the passed player. away. He was a bass player in the band. And we knew Stanley, who was a drummer. We knew him first because he was dating a playmate. That's how I kind of got to know the manager and everybody before I even met Tom. When you think about it, I mean, a lot of playmates were dating different rock stars. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of a, that was a, a thing. Yeah, 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 it was totally a thing. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, I'm like, I'm going to be a rock star, and I'm going to date a playmate. I mean, that's what you knew. That's yeah. what it was. Apparently, it was one of the perks. It came with a contract. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever date any rock stars? No, I was with, um, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> that what's his name. Again. <laughs> the man whose name shall not oh, be spoken. We don't want, exactly. yeah, we don't want to excite yeah, him. You, you guys yeah. are about to go on a big Europe trip. I know I, I follow you guys. You guys do some really cool blogging. You go to different hotels. You do write-ups, your photography. You get to use it all. I understand you're going to go, be going back to Europe. Is that for work or just fun? Pleasure? We, we did 15 years as travel writers. We're going. Both. And one of the reasons we became travel writers is because we wanted to be treated the way we were when we traveled with half. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was my question going to be asking. Is like, oh you got God. to travel in style. top of the line. In oh, style. Yeah. Five oh, yeah. stars. Dude, we were so spoiled. I'm sorry. Once you've gone to Cannes and then your own 2727 loaded with, with Laurent Perrier champagne and you spend four days on a yacht in Cannes and 
two days with ago. Lenny Kravitz so and hot uh, chicks everywhere. Oh my god! <laughs> and we had a party um, on the on the boat. We had yeah, a party with Lenny Kravitz. Party we got with Matthew McConaughey and. John Bon Jovi, because they were both in that movie U-231, which is about the submarine. Yes, yes. And yep. that was when it premiered. And right next door to us was Victor Dre on his From yacht. Dre's. <laughs> From Monday Dre. Wow. Dre. No way. No, totally. Totally. Was that the first trip when the boss started using the captain's hat? I remember I we had so. to find we I had to go find so. him a captain's hat, and I think it was that yes, trip. Yes, because we found we it at a hat shop in Long Beach, and he, he never stopped wearing on, it. He put it on when we took the launch from the yacht over to Hotel de Cop to play backgammon and have lunch, and he never took it off for twenty three. That's years. true because we were out in the sun, and so he yeah, he needed a hat because well, because yeah. I remember we bought him a derby. Remember, remember, for a little while he had that one derby, but I think it was this trip. It had yeah. to have been. You know what's and weird? He needed something that would be cool because you guys would be on a yacht. You know what's weird is that years later wow. I saw it Chuck became his Berry. look. Yes. Really? Yeah. I saw Chuck Berry documentary footage of the last ten years of his life. Chuck Berry wore the same hat that Hap wore. No, <laughs> really? He did. Remember. He wore a captain's hat. It's crazy. You know the captain's oh, no. hat, the robe, and the pipe, the pipe, which he didn't smoke at the end. You know, you put those things together. Without a body in there. Oh, you know who it is. It, you know, you yep, put yeah. it on a rabbit. Oh, you yeah, put it totally. on a turtle. It's heft. But what I love <laughs> is that tonight is the 50th anniversary of, of Dark Side of the Moon. That's yes. right. Allison has this incredible story about seeing Dark Side of the Moon at the forum at the peak of their career when the hospital bed came flying down from the back corner, the 76 tour. Now, I saw that tour when I was 19. Oh, rub it at in. Capital Center. No, no, no. Allison's I saw it for free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you had way better tickets than I had. I had shitty tickets in the back. Let's take another break. We'll be right back. You are listening to Rogue Bunny's Mayhem. You're listening to Rogue Bunny's Mayhem, and this is Victoria Fuller. My favorite Christmas memory. I guess going up to the mansion and um, on Christmas night. We would go and we do the we would do these funny pictures. So Hef and all his inner circle, we go into the living room uh, where the tree was, and we would do like a serious picture, and then we would do this other picture where everyone's like, wow, tongues out, and weird things. And <laughs> but I loved hanging out with people, and there wasn't like one specific thing that happened, but just really being up there Christmas Eve, I always looked forward to that night at the mansion. It was always so intimate, and um, yeah, and having dinner with everybody and. And uh, seeing what all the girlfriends got for Christmas, I could live vicariously through them. <laughs> they always had interesting things they got. Okay, well, I'm Amber Campisi, Miss February 2005. And for the record, I am stating that I actually wore underwear today for this podcast <laughs> to sit on this couch. You're welcome, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> it's a rare occasion, but I did it just for you. <laughs> Brian, you sound a little rough. But we had some fun, right, Jen? Oh. Of course, our lovely Jennifer Pershing. And, and Hi, that, it's me again. That heavy size, <laughs> Jennifer Pershing. Listen. Also wearing underwear, I assume. I, 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 ne well. uh, I should never assume. Sorry. <laughs> should, one should never assume, but yes, I have underwear on. I, uh, I actually, I have some new underwear. It's nice, so I feel, feel nice and clean. It's beautiful. So you ended up taking a room at the hotel last night, and you drove home. Well, no, okay, so, so that doesn't sound wrong. I drove home this morning. I got a room last night because Jen says, okay, we're going to do this. 
we're going to do this. And Jen never comes out here. I mean, not as often. Like, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. And so it was like, you know, we're getting back together. It's like, oh, we're getting the band back together. We're having fun. And we're like, okay, we're hitting the bar. So we all went to dinner last night, which, by the way, the dinner was great. It was. Thank it you was. to our VIPs that came out. That meatless. was so cool. Very fun. I mean, I, I think that was such a fun experience because <laughs> yeah. we got to show others this is what we do. Yep. This is what, you know, you want to know what it's like? This is... You just get together with us, and we start laughing, and we start telling stories, and then we reminisce, and then we start sharing about our world. And I'm like, isn't this just exactly what Rogue Bunnies is? Yes. You know, Rogue Bunnies Mayhem, is the, the podcast, is sharing that with our with our listeners. But so Jen's like, are you going to do this? I'm like, I guess I'm getting a room. And that's what <laughs> happened. How comfortable was that bed, though? Oh. Yep. Yeah. It's like you roll into a cloud and you How, just fall. Where asleep. do they get their pillows? Why are always hotel rooms the best pillows? My pillows at home suck. Did you stay here last night? Ever? I stayed in Venice Beach at a friend's house, and um, I had the old dispensary uh, before, so I had some <laughs> THC chamomile tea, and I slept like an angel. Oh, wow. <laughs> How are your pillows? My pillows were good. I had plenty of them, and I had the whole bed, and I rolled around. I and think he's talking about your pillows. Oh, these pillows. I love it where Scott went. That was great. I'm like, yeah. Well, I'm just They're comfortable to lay on, too. He's not well, lacking just, in pillows. That's as long as we sure. can roll around. <laughs> you know what was fun last night is, is us just, again, reminiscing about the days at the mansion. And I know for us, you know, we've done it. We lived it. But I think being separated from it really made it like, holy crap, that happened? Yeah. I've been doing that. I've been having a lot of holy crap moments. Yep. I don't know if that sounded right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it happens after morning coffee. Yeah. So, (laughs) but you know, do you ever like trip? Like you think back, I mean, you're, you're, look at Jen, we've talked about like life goes on. Yeah. You're married, children, Amber, you know? Well, knowing that we can't ever go back there also like Uh, kicked it into a next level for me. Like, even though we get to see each other and reminisce like in events like this, yeah. it's just we'll never go back to that mansion and we'll never experience that same thing ever, ever again. You which is just like cool? the nail in the coffin. Like, right? It's, man. It's like, really fun to watch movies and TV shows where they would film at the mansion. Oh, so yeah. There's the movie Hop. Oh, right? yes, the cartoon. What, so my kids watch that movie. I don't think I've seen this. No? And my kids don't know this this side of my life yet because they're young boys and we'll, I'm sure... Trust that, me, they'll discover it yes, soon. Yes, <laughs> we'll have to cross that bridge that's, when we come to that's it. That's coming. Uh, my, my son was very sad that I was coming out here this weekend, but I was like, just imagine you haven't had a play date with your best friends in 10 years. It's like, a good way. I'm going to go have a play date. And they were like... Okay. I wish you weren't so excited about it, though. <laughs> oh, all right. But no, so my kids are watching Hop, and he hops up to the the talking rock, and oh it's Hep's gosh. voice. And my, my kids are like, who lives there? And I was like, bunnies. And they were like, really? I'm like, yes, kind of, <laughs> kind of, bunnies, you know. But that's all we get now yeah. is what was filmed up there because now right. even today if we right. drove up there it wouldn't look Oh it's a trip, right? I know. It's so sad. I'm gonna have to show my niece. She hasn't seen me on any of the girls next door episodes or anything yet. But she did, she's seven now, and I think she came to my house when she was probably five or six, and she's kinda looking around. I have my framed centerfold in my kitchen because it's a kitchen scene. I'm wearing an apron, it was yeah. filmed to look like I was in my family's restaurant. And so she's kind of looking around and checking things out. And then she goes, Aunt Ambie, 
do you have boys here? And I'm like, oh God, what did she see? <laughs> and I'm like, well, yes, sometimes I have friends that come over that are boys. And she goes, well, um, do they go in your kitchen? And I was like, well, I mean, I wish they would cook for me, but usually not. Why? And then she just goes, uh, and she points at my centerfold and she goes, you have no clothes on and boys see that? <laughs> and you, and then like, you say, well, if you only usually knew. friends that I know that were real close, so. <laughs> the human body is nothing to be ashamed yeah, of. Yeah, I forgot that was in my kitchen when she came but over. N- and then you say, in the kitchen. just don't Google me. Yes, I also <laughs> forgot that when like construction people and the cable guy and all those kinds of people come, that that's hanging in my and kitchen. And you wonder why they always show yeah, up with a smile Yeah, and I'm like, okay, why face? are they taking their time? <laughs> why are you having so many things done in your house where people like this are in your house all the time? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that I've had the cable guy or anybody in you know, my house. You know, for you know years. how like we all get that endorphin rush. You know, they say from like social media, and you get a like, right? Yeah. You know, sometimes you need that little endorphin rush. You know what I mean? A little validation. I see Amber going, hmm, kink with a big like hammer smacking a freaking plumbing, you know, hose, and going, I gotta call the plumber. <laughs> Wow, nice picture. Well, and they usually, like, they don't say anything. You notice it, and they're kind of like, okay. But then I also have pictures of, like, me at the mansion, me with the girls, half and I. And so eventually, sometimes they're like, do you know this man? And I'm like, yes, he was my boss. He's very sweet. And then I tell them all the stories. Not all the stories, but it's pretty cool. We're going to take a quick break. You are listening to Rogue Buddies Mayhem. Hey, this is Brian Alea. I hope you guys are enjoying our Christmas special. What an amazing year, 2023. Once again, thank you to all of you. But when I think about Christmas at the mansion, the two things that pop up, I mentioned Marston talking about Santa. Well, as Mickey Pearson, who he mentioned, uh, retired, I took on the role of being able to escort Santa into the library and then get him ready for the kids. And I found it funny that I started a joke that I was just discussing with my nephew the other day about how I loved messing with the new security guard. So I would always tell security, send up a new guard and meet me in the circle. And when Santa would pull up, me and him would play this bit where I'd, where I'd look at him and I'd go, ah, oh, you again. And then he goes, and then Santa would look at me and he goes, you're never gonna let this go. I'm like, no. Now let's just hurry up and go do your job. And I, and security would be freaking out looking at us and we'd take him into the library. And then I'm like, and, he, and then he'd look at me and say, you, you're seriously not gonna let this go? And I said, look, dude, fact is I was a good kid that year. And all I wanted was the GI Joe with the Kung Fu grip. But no, 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 I didn't get it. So you know what, buddy? Grab whatever toys you want right now. Let's go out there. Let's make sure that these kids have a good time. And security was always freaking out. They had no idea it was an ongoing joke. We would always look at each other and we'd wink. Aww. And then, you know, we'd put, because it was always the same guy playing Santa. So that, that was probably one of my favorites. When I look back and I think of Brooks, like I took a picture of me and Deanna, right? And we call her Brooks. I haven't seen you in so many years. And when no. Victoria said, Deanna's going to be there. And I, ju- I, I literally said that. I said to He's you, I'm like, liar. Brooks? Brooks yeah. is going to be there? I'm like, holy shit. I got so excited, right? Deanna Brooks, what's, what's your life like now? I'm kind of known as the chameleon, and I like that about myself. I like to, shall I go, this is this is hilarious. It's like the thing that I hate the most about my Playmate video, because you do your Playmate video, right? And they do like your interview. And I don't know what the heck was going on with me. I think I was a little nervous, but I was like, I like to learn. I like learning things. But actually, 
it's pretty profound now. I can say that again. I like to learn. I like to learn things. I love, like, tackling something new. So Playboy is a huge part of that because it uh, afforded me opportunities and time and energy to, you know, focus on things that were interesting to me and, you know, like you said, grow as a person and figure out stuff. And Hef was always awesome about that because he just was fully supportive like I remember, you know, like your you talk your story, like with your artwork, he was like so fully supportive oh, yeah. of that. But a lot of people don't know that um, one of the things that have did for me, you you know this because I had to like arrange it, is he let me do once I started teaching yoga, he let me like sucker everybody <laughs> into the mansion on Sunday fun days and do yes. a yoga session. So yes. I taught yoga. Well, why wasn't I in on this? I don't know. When was that? <laughs> I, it was after You're taking I did care my, of your daughter. My teacher training. I came back <laughs> I and he let me start teaching up at the mansion. So it was like 2012? Dang. Somewhere around Probably there. Somewhere around there. Dang. Yeah. So I, I came out. back and I would hold yoga sessions at the mansion and I taught anybody who was willing to like come let me teach them. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was fun. That's well, fun. I have some questions about yoga. Okay. I've been interested in trying to understand like all these new forms of like, I'm trying to get myself in a better physical shape. Okay. Um, at the same time, I need to de-stress. Oh, yoga I mean, is your God, avenue. All of us, all of us. I mean, yeah, all of us. you know, we run multiple companies. We're trying to, I don't want to say launch, we're people. building a brand, <laughs> yeah. you know, Rogue Bunnies. <laughs> and, and it's a lot of work, but there comes times you're like, what am I going to do, man? I'm freaking out. Is this something you could recommend that would help us? Absolutely. I mean, well, first off, yoga yoga can mean like a lot of different things, but, you know, yoking basically is like finding balance. But really for me, like the one, the reason why I gravitated to it so much is because I used to do it. Like I started actually in the, when we were doing the Playboy Extreme team and I, I wanted to do it for physical exercise. But what I noticed is that I felt so wonderful after I did it and I couldn't figure out what that was but what what it does and the way that you lead people and putting them in tune and touch with their body is centering and 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 bringing you back into yourself back into your body back into your authenticity and doing a lot of that with breath so meditation is hard that's really what the purpose of yoga is is like meditation but it's an active practice of the sympathetic like the parasympathetic um, system and your parasympathetic is what makes you calm Deanna yeah. are you are you getting a, an endorphin release like uh, joggers do and endorphins are like speeding up your system so they give you energy and they give you like ways to tackle things. You can do that with breath, and that's what's so freaking cool. Like, there's yogis who can sit outside in the freezing cold temperatures and with their breath and their breath only increase the temperature of their body, which is amazing, right? So, um, but you can also calm yourself down. So they're like heating and then cooling breaths. And I like I liked that. I think that we live in a world where, you know, we're multitasking like so much all the time. and And it is important to like, remember that like you've got to like tune back into yourself and tune into like what you're it helps you find your authentic like place to know like I want to move forward on this step I want to be better here and it I makes need to do sex more. better and sex <laughs> is that what you said yeah <laughs> it does make sex better and how does it make sex better 
well, you know, your leg can go here now, and you're like, you know, they're just, you just have a lot of more. So you're a little bit more bendy. A little more Gumby, yes. Can I tell you? Yes, tell me everything. Well, if you have a choice between a a limber partner and a not limber partner, that's a no brainer. I have a thing. that yeah, I the door only opens I, halfway. Yes, <laughs> like, I, like you, you do become so much more aware of all of your muscles and your body yeah. and breathing and everything. I learned a few things that really worked for me as well as some other people. <laughs> did you see the gesture that like yes. Rick and Victoria did there right there? <laughs> yes, she just and, clenched and her it, fans looked at me like yeah. And it involved. <laughs> let me just say, if you can practice finger to toe and do a lot of work with your finger to toe and your flexibility and try that in the middle of some stuff. This is not a family show. (laughs) Don't don't worry about that. Yeah, what are you censoring for? Tell us the goods. I'm dying over here. (laughs) It makes you activate your pelvic floor. and And so, yeah, it actually activates your pelvic floor. By touching your toes? putting pressure on your toes so it's like actually grabbing and then oh. with breath work right so it activates is it, is it wrong that I, I went did. into like a childhood song heads and shoulders knees and toes knees, knees and toes, toes. <laughs> pull them heads and shoulders <laughs> knees and toes knees and toes pelvic you want a pelvic floor that works better totally inappropriate yeah Make your and we all went there work better <laughs> all right Strengthen your core and pelvic floor. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. (laughs) That was good. So are you currently uh, uh, offering this? To, do you teach this? Yeah, I mean, why don't we have a Discord Sunday? Why don't we have, have this Deanna happening? Brooks teaching us We yoga. need to have like a yoga day. Yoga for sex? Yes. <laughs> yes. Actually, I saw, I saw a guy standing by the freeway with that sign. <laughs> yoga for sex. <laughs> I wondered what it meant. Yeah, we'll work yeah. for food. <laughs> Yoga for sex. Let's take that one. <laughs> I love that. Oh, oh my gosh. You, you just reminded me of that. Um, this. Oh, my gosh. We'll do Supta Padangustasana. Sounds sexy, right? Yoga for sex. Yoga for sex. So well, I'm getting that t-shirt made tomorrow. Okay, I'm getting diverted. I'm listening to Deanna talk about yoga for sex. <laughs> at the same floors. time, I'm looking at her beautiful freaking centerfold Aww. sitting here on the table and just going damn you know, Scott was going whoa she went from blonde to brunette yeah the yeah, chameleon was co- co- uh, commenting on that that you were br- that you were blonde I guess yeah. you were I, I subtly because back then Playboy it was in your contract you couldn't change your hair color or you couldn't cut it right right so I asked them if I could go back to like more of a br- brown color and they were like no no you know and so I just did it really slowly, and all yeah, of a sudden and they I didn't was notice. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't notice exactly. Yeah. Took me years, but I finally got to brown. <laughs> all right, kids. Uh, well, that's a wrap, and uh, we hope you enjoyed our best of. That is our holiday gift to you guys. I'm Brian Olea. I'm Victoria Fuller. Jennifer Pershing. And Merry Mayhem continues. Hey, Mayhem Familia, don't forget to click, like, and subscribe. And tell all your friends. Also, visit us at rbmayhemshow.com. That's R-B-M-A-Y-H-E-M-show.com. And I want to give a special thanks to Dapper Labs, Flow, Gig Labs, and also Flow Score. And the Mayhem Continues!